Welcome to another episode of Growing Up With Tech. My name is Lowell Brown, your host, and in this episode, we're going to talk a little bit about digital footprint. As kids are now back in school, I hope all you parents out there are enjoying the peace and quiet you may now have at home during the day. Many of you are probably still working from home, and with kids back at school, that means some quiet at home during the day. So from one parent to another, I just want to say, enjoy it. Now, as our kids are back in school, it tends to lead to a time when our kids are getting back to using technology more often for more than things like gaming. With school, there is more homework, more day-to-day schoolwork that they may be experiencing. In addition, the way they use tech now versus over the summer could be a little bit different. So I wanted to focus today's episode on a topic that may help you begin to have a conversation with your kids and help them think about the way they are using tech on a day-to-day basis. To lead us into that topic, I wanted to share a conversation I had with one of my kids recently. Now, my kids are at a fun age in development. My older son is 13 and he's well into puberty and all that goes along with that. My younger son is 11. My kids are kind of different when it comes to tech use. My younger son is much more technical and knowledgeable about tech. He's into coding. He's into, you know, bot creating, that kind of stuff. He loves Lego, so he's got that kind of a mindset. He doesn't use social media apps, pretty much has zero interest. And when I say social media apps, I'm referring to platforms like Instagram, Snapchat, Facebook, etc. He uses other apps for communicating with his friends and loves watching YouTube, but that's pretty much about it when it comes to those style of communication apps. My other son, he's less computer savvy, but uses social media platforms to connect with friends, consume content, and post his own stuff from time to time. So given their differences in and experience with tech, sometimes talking to them about different things and how they actually work is understood differently. Or should I say sometimes more easily? One of the conversations I had with both my kids a couple of times is about a digital footprint. Now let's define that. What exactly is a digital footprint? I looked up the definition and and here's what it is in plain and simple English. A digital footprint is the information about a particular person that exists on the internet as a result of their online activity. I'll say that again. A digital footprint is the information about a particular person that exists on the internet as a result of their online activity. The conversations I have had with my kids have included not only how what you do on the internet and what what you sometimes um, post on the internet stays on the internet, but also about the actions you take on the internet and sometimes how they affect other people. Um, and, and also how other people can learn about you and the things that, that you see sometimes in terms of ads and suggested content like videos, etc. that's all based on some of this digital footprint. 
My older son definitely is at a stage where he will challenge what I factually know about technology. It's a fun age, definitely. But it's also good for him to form his own experiences and his own opinion and learn um, to form his own thoughts and, and also discuss things with his friends. I had a conversation with him once that he was trying to explain to his friends that he could, you know, he couldn't play one of the web-based games that they they wanted him to play that with them. Um, you know, we've got a couple computers floating around the house, and one of them is an extra Mac Mini, and that computer happens to be attached to a Dell monitor. Now, my kids know the difference between Mac and PC. Most of his friends have a Dell computer, and you know, they know that that's PC. So one of the conversations I overheard, he was trying to ask one of his friends, well, how do I convert the Mac to PC mode so I could play the game? So that was all funny. And it led to me, you know, having a great conversation with him, teaching him a little bit about the insides of the computer and how it all works and that kind of thing. Anyways, let's get back to digital footprint. So I see this as a couple different concepts, and I think it's important we as parents understand this, but also know how to explain how it all works to our kids so they can understand the possible implications, both good and bad. Now, some of this tracking type of behavior can freak some people out. Now, I'm not one of those who is, you know, not so crazy concerned about being tracked online. I don't cover up, you know, webcams and and I've got, um, you know, Amazon Alexa devices in my house. I'm not worried about being listened in on, but I do think it's important to understand how these things work, what they do, what's good or bad about them. And, and so you can understand and feel safer and make good choices. So first let's talk about tracking. I've taught my kids that if you don't want something to be possibly seen or shared by others or to even be found later, don't share it on the internet. We've also seen how tweets from big time celebrities shared online, they're taken down and then can come back to haunt them. Many people don't really think about the internet archive and and you may not know about this, but there are sites and tools that actually track snapshots of what happens on the internet, what's posted, what's uh, you know, a web page look like that kind of thing. And you can actually go back in time, even years to see content from years ago, what a web page looked like, what pictures were posted on that website. So people don't really realize that, you know, what happens on the internet can stay on the internet. It's important for kids and adults to remember to stop and think before posting something online. I want to say that again, stop and think before posting something online. We don't always do it, but whether it's on a social platform like Instagram or Facebook or a blog post, or even a picture someone else is taking of you or of them and then posting it, sometimes things can be taken out of context and we have to think about that. Posts can be seen by others and, and certain implications can be applied to you. I had a client once who had to speak to his staff about what they were posting on LinkedIn or other social platforms, because even though it's their own personal posts, it's on a platform that's tied and has an association to where they work. So 
in some cases, you know, what you do online represents the company you work for. And if they have rules that you need to follow, that needs to be taken into account. These are things you got to think about. And that brings to another point. While our kids may be too young now, when they start looking for a job, it's very possible a future employer will look them up online and see what kinds of things they post. What are they into? What do they do for hobbies? And nothing stopping them from going back, you know, however long you've had content posted online. This can represent their character as a person and the judgments they make, both about others and, and for themselves. And I think it's better to get this type of thought process embedded in our kids at an earlier age. So we've covered one side of the digital footprint about the content you leave online. Now prepare yourself because we're about to take a trip into the creepy side of the internet. Everything you do on the internet is likely being tracked. Tracked by websites, by companies like Google, as an example by social media apps, and by advertising companies. Really, the list just goes on. And this, this is something many people don't realize. They don't realize not only that they're being tracked, not only that they are leaving little, you know, little breadcrumbs, little pieces of themselves on the internet, but that other companies can learn a lot about them. And that's both good and bad. So even photos, like you wouldn't think, hey, you know, I take a picture and what what kind of data is someone going to get from that? But if you take a picture with your phone, there's actually hidden data called metadata that is embedded in the file. When you upload the photo to the internet or a social media app, technically it is possible for someone to download that photo, open up the file, and find the metadata. And that metadata can can record things like the day, the time, the location the photo was taken, um, even to some extent, you know, the the elevation, the the phone that you're using to take that um, camera or or that camera itself. Um, And while this may not sound creepy, it's technically possible that using this info, a company can identify where you live or where you work, the places you frequent in terms of businesses, um, where you like to travel, and more things like that. And and it, and again, it doesn't sound like it's serious data, but just be aware that this is the type of thing that even though it seems harmless, it still leaves valuable information that when pieced together can actually really uncover a lot of stuff. Now let's consider one step further. I'm sure you've heard people say Facebook must be listening to me. The phone on my my the the microphone on my phone is always on and and you know someone's listening. Well, it's one thing in those situations where you think that you may have talked to someone about something and then you start seeing ads on websites for or social platforms for something you mentioned. It's it's happened to me even. But I'm in the industry of managing Facebook ads and Instagram ads and Google ads for business. And I understand really how all that profiling actually works. So there are so many different factors that can go into why a given advertisement can show for you. Most of the time, it comes down to something you search for online, 
sites that you have visited, or even things you actively have clicked on a website. All the actions you take online are actually tracked. Many people do not know how to fully block this tracking. And while Apple and other companies have brought more of this type of tracking behavior to public knowledge, um, bringing awareness over the past couple of years due to more strict security settings that they have released in, in new versions of the, the you know, operating systems on phones and iPads and computers, it's, it's actually been around for a long time. All of this data that we, what we do online, sites we visit, ads we click on or don't, videos we watch, the length of time we watch, the length of time we're on a website for, um, who we're friends with, what message boards we're on, what actual text we post on or what, you know, what we reply on people's other posts, what message boards maybe we visited. It's all actually being tracked. And this data is used by so many different companies to profile us. Why? Well, in some cases, it's actually being used for good. In some cases, as an example, using a social platform, these companies will say it's to ensure a better user experience on the platform. In other words, if you go onto Instagram, they're learning what type of content you like. Their main goal is to keep you on the platform longer and longer. So if they're feeding you content they know you're going to be interested in, if they're showing you the people you like to engage with or certain posts on certain types of material you like to see more often, you're going to have a more enjoyable experience. If, however, they're not showing you that stuff and you log in and you see stuff that you're not interested in, you're less likely to stay on that platform or continue using it because it's not appealing to your interests. I have read articles about journalists who have dived deep into this tracking, who have tried to use software to block you know, what's being, um, to, to, to block the tracking, to block what websites collect from them, to block what social platforms, you know, are collecting. They've unfriended people. They've unfriended companies on, on social platforms. And to some extent it's, it it really does affect what you see and how you use those, um, those platforms. In some ways, this tracking data is helpful. Let, let's, you know, even think about Netflix. You turn on Netflix and usually what you're presented with is what you recently watched, other shows you may like, the top shows other people are watching. And, and this is because they've tracked that information, right? And that can be a benefit to you. It's sometimes I've found shows that, you know, I would have never found, but because it suggested it and it said it's similar to this other show that I liked, then you get into it, right? So sometimes tracking is bad and sometimes it's it's actually helpful. I'd personally rather see ads for something that's relevant to me than things I'm not interested in. And that goes back to that other topic. But the odd time when you do see an ad for something that is relevant to you, but you don't think you've ever done anything online to initiate that, that's when it just seems creepy. And and chances are it's actually not that your phone is listening to your conversations. It's not that, you know, someone's watching you. It's that you've done something even slightly related to that topic. But as more and more of these breadcrumbs are put together and and 
and you know these little puzzle pieces form a bigger puzzle, a bigger picture, advertisers are able to target you better based on things you're interested in or that they think you're interested in. I am sure you've seen ads online that you're like, this has absolutely nothing to do with me and it's a waste. And then there's other times that you see these things um, and it's just like bizarre of how did they actually know that I'm interested in that? So that's really how it works. But where it comes important for our kids is just the awareness for them to understand this, for them to understand what a digital footprint is, for them to understand how they are being tracked or watched to some extent, and how this is both good and bad. I think it's important to explain to kids who could be watching or seeing something, how they can find out if they're being tracked and what it could mean to their future or what the actions or things they post could have an implication for somebody else, right? So it's important that they think about it at the very least. And and again, like I said earlier in the podcast, think before you post, think before you do something, right? And And understand how it works and I encourage you when your kids are at the right age to just have a discussion with them about their digital footprint. And the more they understand it, I'm sure you will see how it starts to affect what they're doing on, on, you know, websites and and how they're using different tools and um, what they can learn by that as well. So I hope you enjoyed this episode. We covered a lot on, on, you know, digital footprint and how it's both good and bad. And um, I hope it opens up a way for you to have a conversation with your kids about that and just start the discussion and bring an awareness and see what they maybe know or don't know. Um, It's even good for them to learn how things like Google work and how does Google, you know, learn about us and, and how do things like Netflix know what shows to present to us. Um, so that's it for this episode. Again, my name is Lowell Brown. Uh, I hope you enjoyed this episode of growing up with tech. Stay tuned. We've got more episodes coming up and I've got some great interviews with some amazing people and amazing companies coming up. So stay tuned for that. Be sure to share this podcast with anyone, you know, who's got kids that you think would be interested. And I would love always your support with an honest review and rating on Apple podcasts. By leaving a review and rating, it helps other people discover this podcast and it helps us grow to reach more people. So I thank you in advance for doing that for me. And again, if you have any questions, concerns, if there's any topic that you think I should cover, feel free to send me an email to mail at growingupwithtech.show. And until next time, have a great day and enjoy technology. I'm Lowell Brown and I'll see you in the next episode.